I am a huge computer nerd, and that started as early as I can remember. Hi, and welcome to episode 11 of Getting to Know You, where we learn more about Buckeye Automotive team members, our customers, as well as members of our surrounding communities. My name is Scott Thomas, and today my guest is Bryce Rare. Hi there, thanks Bryce. Me, yeah, thanks for coming. Our service manager at Buckeye Honda, and he's been with Buckeye for... I was surprised to learn this, actually, just uh, re be reminded of this. 15 years. 15 years. So it doesn't... How could it have been 15 years? I have no idea. It's, <laughs> it's, it's gone fast. flown by. Yeah. <laughs> So let's uh, let's back up a little bit, Bryce, as we do uh, in all these podcasts, and let's start at the beginning, even before Buckeye. So, yes. tell us about uh, where you were born and where you grew up. And uh, well, I was born actually here in Lancaster. Um, grew up here in between here and Lancaster, or here and uh, Baltimore, and uh, spent a lot of my youth just doing a bunch of act outdoor activities. Played baseball for fourteen years of my life. Um, Where'd you go to school? Uh, I was homeschooled, actually, homeschooled. from, it's kind of in the, in the middle, uh, from second grade until high school. Uh, I was at Fairfield Union before that, second from grade. kindergarten and first, yep. and then ninth and after, was back in public school. Okay. Um, which was an awesome experience. So it's, your mom was your uh, teacher for a yes. number of years, huh? You have Somehow. a famous mom. Yes, she is quite famous around here. <laughs> Uh, Judy Rare is her name, yep. and if there's anything music-related, she's probably tied to it. Yep. <laughs> so did she teach you how to play a couple instruments? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, I know about a month's worth, at least, of every instrument there is. Okay. Did any of them grab the, you? No. <laughs> that's about <laughs> the extent of it. I can read sheet music. Okay. So um, I, I, it's a pretty big joke between her and everybody that... <laughs> I'm the son that doesn't know how to, uh, and I'm the only child too. So it's not like I was the one that didn't learn the other. There's another one. So, um, I, but I think she's happy enough. At least I knew how to do a little <laughs> bit and I can read some music. So, yeah. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, Judy is, uh, like the director of the Lancaster community band. I know that yes. or she was. Yes. Lancaster yeah. community band director. Yep. She's also, uh, maybe she needs to be a guest on the, uh, on the I, podcast sometimes. That's so, what I'm thinking. She'd yeah, be good for it. Yeah. And she's also now works at Fisher Catholic and, yes. and uh, Fisher Catholic the band and, there. and St. Mary's. Um, Great. And uh, as well as many other schools in the past of yeah. uh, teaching everything. <laughs> so if um, you didn't get your mom's passion for playing musical instruments, what did, uh, what did you get from your mom? Um, I like to think good looks. Yes, um, of course. So, <laughs> um, I think I just have her dedication. Uh, she, you won't find her snoozing a moment when it comes to the music. She is very hardworking, never stops. And I like to think I kind of got that trait from her where if I have a task that needs done, I put that first and foremost and I want to get that done and get it handled and, yep. uh, make sure everyone is in line with it at all. I I think I can confirm and number of people at the store can confirm that you got that from your mom because you are <laughs> very hardworking. And uh, um, so let's, before I jump into Buckeye again, so let's go back to, so you uh, homeschooled and then where'd you go to high school? Uh, Fairfield Union. Fairfield Union. Yep. Okay. And then what'd you do? You play baseball or do anything, um, activities I, then? I started to play baseball uh, my freshman year because I played baseball up until that point. Um, and that's when I kind of realized that the... Um, I don't know what you'd call it, the Pony League or the Little League that I would play for the, you know, not the school team league. Right. 
definitely was a different experience in the school and it became just a little bit too political on that aspect of gotcha. how everything does. So yeah. I kind of dropped out of that. Gotcha. Okay. So what'd you like doing in high school? Um, oh man, what did I do? <laughs> I, I didn't, do, I did not join the band. Okay. So. <laughs> Much to your mom's chagrin. <laughs> yes. Um, was but, there, you know, dinner conversation over this all the time about um, Bryce? I, I would definitely say every time it was time to pick courses every year, it was definitely something that was brought up a couple times. <laughs> a couple times. <laughs> um, but she let you do your thing, with, yeah. you know, ultimately. So that's... Yep, she let me do uh, my thing. Same with my dad. They didn't really pressure me into trying to, you know, get a sport on top of me or anything like that. Um, I know I did a lot of Latin. I got really into the Latin club. Um, but I didn't do a whole lot of the extracurricular okay. activities. Yeah. Um, you just studied hard and yeah, studied hard. Got good and, grades, uh, I'm sure. So always helped out wherever I could around the house or anywhere. Yep. I know you. Um, you have an interest in computers and technology. Yes. So when did that start? I am a huge computer nerd. Um, and that started at a as early as I can remember. Uh, my dad really liked uh, computer games, and I just remember being as little as I can be, and whether it's sitting on his lap, slapping the keyboard while he was yeah. playing a game, or slowly learning how to play it. And whenever you know he would get up and do watch TV or something, I would get permission to play a game on his computer, and it just okay. went from there. So that you got that from your dad. That we gave your mom uh, props <laughs> on the music. So let's give your dad his props on uh, yes. getting you involved in uh, computers. Yep, he got me into the computers. Got me my own computer after he probably got tired of me always trying to hog his. And uh, we ended up just playing a lot of games online or dial up online. Yeah. Uh, together and really grew a passion for it. Learned how to put them together by just taking it apart. And that was not something they were th initially thrilled that I was trying to do. <laughs> but Just bought uh, you this computer. Why does it look like it's all torn apart on the table here? Yep. And I was just like, oh, and this is probably eight or nine year old me. And I was like, oh, I know how to put this thing in here. And I did it. Yeah. Looking back on it, don't know how I did it, but somehow I did. Is and, your dad uh, in computers? Absolutely not. No. No. What's your dad's name? Uh, his name is Mike. Mike. Okay. Yep. Um, he was a uh, counselor. Uh, as his career. Um, so definitely not quite on the computer oriented side there, but gotcha. um, I think a lot of my traits come from his personality and what he did in his work, which obviously it's kind of a yeah. private work life. You know, you don't want to disclose many details, what happened, you know, yeah. any conversations, but right. I think I kind of got a lot of con conversation aspect of it from him. Yeah. So you're, uh, what's your favorite computer game now? Uh, my favorite computer game currently is a game called Dota 2. And for those that don't know what that is, <laughs> it is like a game that most people probably at least have heard of called League of Legends. Okay. Um, heard of that one. But it, it's better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, long story behind that is just League of Legends has a developer rivalry with the Dota 2 developer. So it's similar game, but... Naturally, Dota's better. Right. But, <laughs> okay. Gotcha. But I've, I've been pretty heavy into that game since 2012 when it came out. And not many games can hold anyone's interest for over a year, let alone for... Nine years uh, now. Nine years almost. now. Yeah. So it's wow. it's pretty fun. Okay. That's cool. We'll uh, 
maybe we'll have to do a little survey, you know, when we release the podcast and, uh, you know, who's the League of Legends uh, fan <laughs> versus the Dota 2? Yes, the Dota 2. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm in that club that not really familiar with those. So. <laughs> it's all good. So, um, so you graduated from high school and I know you, yes. you took some college classes. Yes. I uh, yep. was in, uh, went to OUL for quite a few years. I don't remember off the top of my head how many years I went. Um, and then you kind of worked and yes. went to school. Uh, so when I was a junior in high school is when I started and did mostly part-time throughout um, throughout the remainder of high school and then yeah. uh, went to college full-time, worked at Buckeye in the cleanup and detail yep. department full-time. Yep. Um, so I was just grinding away and ended up with a uh, an associate's in accounting yep. and I think I got the associates in business management. They, I, I got kind of caught in the mix of when they switched from quarters to semesters, certain requirements change in the middle of all that. So that was yeah. always fun to try and interpret what I needed to do next. Right. So, um, let's jump over to, uh, when you started at Buckeye. Yeah. Uh, when, when did you start? March of 2006. There's some controversy about that. I'm going to go ahead and bring it up. A <laughs> little, little bit of controversy. Um, I am labeled as September of 2006, but I'm adamant about March 2006. <laughs> you, you are sure that you were here <laughs> um, on Buckeye in March 2006. When I started, I was uh, calling Mike Spires probably every <laughs> week at least. Um, one time my mom went in for an oil change. He said, do you have any kids that can drive that need a job? She said, yeah. She told me to call him. She said, Mike's pretty persistent. So be persistent. If he's not answering, <laughs> I was young and dumb and didn't know anything. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just call him like every other day. Eventually he answered and he says, what do you want? <laughs> now, <laughs> Sounds I, like Mike. <laughs> and, uh, I told him who I was and he says, yeah, uh, can you be here tomorrow? I said, sure. So, uh, started in the cleanup department and apparently unofficially for <laughs> about six months. Um, it's a little probationary period for you. Yeah. You want to make sure you're stuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you wash cars. Yep. Wash uh, cars. Wash cars uh, and prepared, detailed cars. Yep, for... Detailed cars. Got them ready for the lot. Got them ready for yep. uh, the deliveries. Yeah. How old and, were you then? Uh, 17. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I, I had a blast with it. Um, I actually had a couple of my friends, uh, childhood friend, as well as a school friend joined with me in cleanup. And, uh, I joke that we basically ran the show back there. Sure. Cause there of course. really no one else aside from one random one for several years. Okay. And, uh, you know, is probably not professional as it is, but we kind of, no one ever really questioned us. You never did. Mike never did in terms of we just kind of made our own schedule that worked. And well, Mike always said, hey, if there's coverage, I don't care. Right. As long as you got the job done <laughs> and, so, and you were doing a good job. So, yeah, it was good. me That's... and a couple friends and we great ran the show back there. It was yeah, fun. Good. So um, what was your first step out of uh, the wash bay and cleanup? First step out of there was probably getting involved actually a little bit on the service side with picking up some vehicles uh, i remember we had a contract at one point with uh 
couple companies. Well, I think one is out in Pataskala and one is in mm-hmm. Canal Winchester. And we would go pick up TS their vehicles Tech. and maintain them. Yep. Yeah, TS Tech. Yep. And uh, TS Trim. And they would use me or whoever may have been available to uh, go pick up those cars. So that was kind of my first um, experience into the service side. Right. Um, which was fun. I, I enjoyed it. And after that, I slowly, well, made my way into the detail side. Um, so I detailed, which is preparing all the used cars, make them look, you know, right. instead of just washing all the customer cars that would come through for those right. that don't know, it's um, actually cleaning and preparing every single car that waxing, goes on the line. Shampooing, yeah. Waxing, shampooing, waxing, shampoo, yeah. the whole nine yards. Yeah. Okay. And which is fun. So how long did you do that? Remind me. I did the detailing, I believe for a couple years, two or three years. Yeah. And then I realized that it's very hot outside. <laughs> and it's not as fun when it's very hot. <laughs> it's both hot and cold. Yeah. And Mike would always ask me if I wanted to go up into service. And I I knew detailing, so I I enjoyed that. And I was still doing school, so I wanted to make right. sure I had the time and didn't want to let anyone down. But then, like I said, it got real hot one summer, and it was not nearly as enjoyable. And I said, <laughs> hey, about that offer you mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> what other options are there? So, so your next step was to... Next step was the porter, which is... Uh, someone that moves the cars around in a service drive helps maybe uh, assist some customers until their service advisor is ready. Uh, also, still picking up cars, getting those you know transported as they need. And that didn't stick long. I kind of got uh, thrown right into the mix right away. The goal was for me to be porter for a little bit and learn to service drive. And it was very quick. As soon as I went up there, it was. Hey, how about we? Uh, you just do this now. You I said, to be okay, a service advisor. let's do it. Yeah. So and you were a service advisor for a number of years. Many, many years. Yeah. Um, at least six or so. Yep. Yep. And now you're uh, the service manager. Now I'm the service manager. Um, which, so how do you? Um, yeah. I, I, how, how do you think that's going? Uh, I think it's going good. Uh, it's fun. It's definitely a different experience. Um, definitely a different. Um, What's different about it than being a service advisor? Definitely the type of um, priorities and multitasking that's done. Um, I'm used to multitasking a whole lot of things as a service advisor. There's a lot of things going on. Not to say there's not any multitasking and managing. There still is. It's just a different, different, task, different, different task, different set. So just getting my mindset into that. Um, I'm used to just getting everything done. And one thing that I still work on to this day is definitely um, trying not to just get it done myself and maybe, yeah, yeah. I've I've always liked to train people and show them how it's done. I'm also someone who just is like, oh, I'll just do it real quick. Yeah, one so. of the more challenging uh, parts of leadership is that, especially for folks that like yourself who mm-hmm. have come up through the ranks and know how to do it, know how to do it very efficiently. A lot of times, it's it's a challenge to kind of turn off the, I'll just get it done. Instead yes. of helping the team figure out how to most efficiently get it done and learn how to do it themselves. Exactly. And with uh, everything that has happened in the last year, I feel like that gave me definitely an opportunity to thrust me further into that and get that rolling faster. And yeah, um, yeah, I've, I've actually enjoyed the challenges that everything's been thrown my way and hope to continue to Obviously, don't have as many challenges, but hope to be able to overcome anything throughout my way. So. Yeah. Well, you're doing a great job, and the service department just, FYI, just had its best month ever in, yes. in March. So, 
providing great leadership to get that uh, done. We've got a great team um, of advisors, porters, yep. technicians. Um, yep, we can't we can't do it without everyone doing their role, and everyone absolutely did it to the T last month. I mean, but they always do. But last month specifically, everyone really banded together. We got everything you could ever imagine done. Um, even in the case of some some family hiccups, a couple of vacations, it yep. d- didn't slow us down a single beat. Yep, that's fantastic. And uh, tell uh, everybody about the team system that you kind of oversee in the service department. Yeah, so we, we try and operate just a little differently than what you would typically imagine a shop would. Um, we actually operate with four advisors. Each advisor has their own team of technicians. So uh, typically they have an A tech, uh, a master tech. They have their B tech, which kind of handles a lot of maintenance, brakes, everything there. Uh, The A tech is primarily a big diagnostic uh, person. And then of course we kind of have the C tech apprentice, uh, almost like an express technician, but uh, is really under the wing of the master tech as well. Uh, So each each squad, each team has um, those pieces and it makes communication really easy. We don't have to go through and try and figure out which technician has what car. We know it's gonna be within a couple of them and we are in direct connection with those techs. So it just makes, we know our strengths, we know our weaknesses. Each team would have their own strengths and weaknesses. They know how to maximize everything and they know exactly what to expect from each of their guys. Um, And we absolutely maximize everyone's performance. Yeah. Fantastic. And so, you know, one of the other nice things that's come from that is uh, a lot of our technicians uh, right now have um, kind of come up through the ranks like you did. Yes. Starting as a tech apprentice. And Yep. Many. Um, oh, man. how Definitely the majority have come from even just an express or the apprentice uh, position. Um, one of them is actually a team lead now. Um, with a full hundred percent Honda testing. I mean, he's, he's an all-star. He's been doing great. Uh, you can give Willie a shout out. Yep. That was Willie. Okay. <laughs> so definitely shout out to Willie. Um, I mean, shout out to all the guys. Everyone's really come through from, you know, a young tech apprentice, same as myself, just from a wash bay and into a team leadership position or, um, even just a technician turning several, you know, hours, really working on the car, staying, you know, coming in early, staying late to make sure that everyone's, um, happy, gets their car back and the quality is where it needs to be. Yep. Yep. So that, that was n- another part of Mike's way that we talked yes. about, you know, kind of the beginning part of the probationary period for you <laughs> yes. being Mike's way, but, <laughs> but also, uh, everything you just talked about was Mike's way too. So it's good to see, uh, continuing to live that and you're carrying that on, uh, uh in his absence so yep great job yeah mike did uh mike inspired everyone and he's the one who brought me in and he's the one that basically took me under his wing even as just a cleanup guy so Mm -hmm. yeah you don't have to really i'm just washing cars i'm just 17 years old and you don't have to spend a whole lot of time with me but he really took me under his wing to teach me how the whole process was and got me at a good time where it stuck good awesome Great job. So what do you like to do? Uh, I know you like to play computer games. Anything else yep. uh, you like to do outside of work? Um, yeah, actually, um, I used to like playing golf a lot. Um, I don't, Used to? <laughs> used to. Um, it's what hard. changed? You can't find any driving ranges anymore. 
and um, I'm not very good at golf and buying golf balls all the time. If I lose them, that's kind of frustrating. And I got tired of having to spend <laughs> money on more golf balls when I lost them. And since there's no driving ranges, I can't practice before yeah. going out. So yeah. I just kind of got frustrated with that. But uh, I did pick up uh, disc golfing, ah. which is kind of like golf, but with a Frisbee. Right. Um, and Do you still lose them? Uh, not nearly as much. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I definitely lost when I first started. Which is very annoying because it's just a disc in weeds and you think you'd be able to find it, but <laughs> it happens. apparently they blend in a lot better than you think. Um, but yeah, we, uh, or I play that a lot. I actually play, try and play weekly. Um, Where do you play? Um, mostly here in Lancaster, a place called Flat Rocks, which is, um, oh, I can't think of the park's name now, but it's right across from Castaways. Okay. Close to Rising yep. Park. Up the hill there. Is it Keller Kern, I believe? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that it's actually a great, great course to play. It's okay. got um, kind of nice wooded areas that you can play through, which is a little something different than regular golf, where you get to play through trees on purpose, <laughs> not because you hit it back. Right. So um, you actually definitely aim for the forest. Yes. Me. <laughs> and so it, it's a fun, challenging experience. And uh, um, my friends and I, we actually made ourselves our own little disc golf league. So we kind of, you know, put money into a little pot and we all play different courses throughout every okay. summer and yeah. whoever wins gets the bragging rights. And, uh, it, unfortunately it's not me. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> but I, I put up year. a fight. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, I really love disc golf and it's turned into an expensive hobby. Each really? disc is typically around 15 to $20 and they got a lot of cool designs on them that they come out with a lot. And, even though, and it's really weird because each disc has its own mold underneath of it, which makes it fly differently depending okay. how you throw it. You got to know which and disc to use, huh? Yeah. They have wow. a wide assortment of different, you know, just like golf. You have yeah. your driver, nine iron. Different eight, clubs, different balls. All these different discs that fly more to the left, more to the right. And it sure. gets confusing. <laughs> um, but they all have so many cool designs on them that, I just see them online and I say, oh, that one looks really cool. I'll go ahead and get that one. So now I have, you know, when in reality, I really only need like five or six discs, which is all I ever throw with. I probably have every bit of 50 to 60 of them. Well, you got to have an so, assortment. I mean. But they look cool. So, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Justifies it a little it's bit. Good. You don't carry them all when you're going to play. You might. I actually carry you probably can... around, not all of them. Okay. The bag isn't big enough for that. But okay. I probably carry around 20 of them with me. Okay. And I only use five. Okay. <laughs> well, just in case. You never yeah, know the shot you you're going to need. Yeah. That's cool. What else? I know you just got a new bike. I did just get a new bike. Um, last year, when there wasn't a whole lot to do, I decided uh, I should get a bicycle and start riding that. Yeah. And uh, I got with you on some and others. fantastic yeah. advice in terms of what to look for, yeah. uh, what I needed, what I really didn't need. And so I ordered one. And uh, took a little bit to come in. There's something some... very special about Bryce's bike that uh, it is very orange. It's <laughs> all orange. So it was yep. a special order. At, yes, uh, it was a special order. Yeah. Um, orange is my favorite color. And when I saw they had an orange option, I said, okay, so I don't care wait. about any I... brand anymore. I want this. This looks cool. <laughs> I don't know how long it's going to take, but. Yep, just and it took a while. It took a while. Yeah. It was supposed to take, I think, about a month, and it ended up taking up probably four. Yeah, to get it, 
and uh but i got it got it put together um and it it rides awesome it yeah. is definitely different than the bikes i'm used to which equipment are, does matter right yes equipment definitely does matter <laughs> yeah um it, the handlebars are definitely weird they're just i don't know how to describe them just <laughs> i'm used to i guess going to like a dick sporting goods or something like that and picking up a bike from there and riding it and now yeah. that i have one it's actually professional or you know a grown-up bike All right they it is weird but yeah, I'm, i've gotten used to, used to it. it now i've got several miles put on it um haven't had to change my tire yet thankfully but i know that day is coming okay so which means you're gonna be getting a phone call just saying but <laughs> we'll be ready <laughs> uh yeah I, I love it though it's good. it's a lot of fun and That's good. um being so close to the Lancaster bike path. path yeah. Um, I was trying to think if it had a name. I don't think it does, but yeah. um, yeah, it's, it's great. Just ride right over that and go all throughout Lancaster and nice. return home. Sounds good. So um, anything else that you'd like to share or stories that you had queued up for this that I didn't ask you the right question for? <laughs> oh man, some good stories. Um, let's see. Oh, there, there's no actually... pressure if you <laughs> if you don't want to throw anybody under the bus, you don't have to, but you can. I, I definitely could. No, yeah. <laughs> um, now some uh, good stories. I, I I think it's a good story. It's nothing too exciting, but I do know that um, last year during just the whole challenge of COVID, um, we uh, as well as most of Lancaster, as well as probably most of the world. Um, had closed down for a few weeks mm -hmm. and, um, even though it was kind of a dark, scary, who knows what's going on kind of time. Um, I enjoyed, uh, the time handling all the phone calls of people yeah. coming in that needed to find a way, you know, Hey, what's going on? What can we do about my car? Uh, we handled the state highway patrol vehicles yeah. and making sure that we had someone that could maintain so that along with meals on wheels. Yeah. Um, making sure um, the whole local community was taken care of in emergency so while, cases. while we were closed in April of 2020, Bryce uh, committed, uh, which is a testament to him, to um, come in every day and basically man the phones. And we had a couple of technicians that would come in, um, you know, as needed to yeah. handle these situations you're talking about and kind of kept us, kept us and uh, kept our customers uh, afloat during that uh, kind of odd time. So yeah. And, certainly thanks uh, for doing that. Yeah. It was fun. No one obviously was necessarily inside the building. And um, as you've probably seen, I didn't have PJs on, but <laughs> <laughs> definitely was a okay. little, little more relaxed in yeah. terms of the, uh, <laughs> of the wear. Yeah. Um, but no, so it, it was, uh, I, I won't say times. fun, but it was interesting times. It was enjoyable. Something being you'll remember. Everyone. Yeah, for sure. exactly. Yeah. I don't yeah. really want to go back to that. Although you have it a month off is, <laughs> Yeah, I don't think any of us want to go back to that. Annoying was, vacation, yeah. I guess you could say. And it was nice during, well, I don't know if it was nice, but one of the fun things I remember from that is um, we use Microsoft Teams as kind of a communication tool within the store. And it was fun to see, um, even while everybody's off, the chats amongst the group of, uh, you mm -hmm. know, what they're doing or just staying up, uh, answering questions or asking questions and everybody helping themselves out, helping each other out. So it was a, it was definitely a fun um, to see the team yeah, you know, stay a team, even though we weren't in the building together. So that yeah, was and I definitely feel like we all, even though we were further apart, I honestly feel like we all got closer together during that. Yeah. Uh, we definitely had 
even though they're not necessarily Zoom calls, but, you know, the team calls. And um, definitely just, I just felt like we all kind of grew closer together as, yeah. as a team. Um, yep. Definitely good, uh, the best takeaway we could take from something we couldn't control. So Exactly. We made the most of what little we had. Yep. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast, Bryce, and thanks for sharing uh, a little bit of your history. And uh, we certainly appreciate you uh, having you on the Buckeye Automotive family team. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks, Bryce. Thanks. And thanks for listening to this episode of Getting to Know You. Join us again soon. And if you have the inkling, press that subscribe button.